Welcome back to Country and Cold Cans, this week's sports edition. So I'm sitting here, my main man, Kyle. How you doing, buddy? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Uh, hating the fact that it's currently snowing. Seriously, dude, I just opened the uh, but the front door a minute yeah, we ago. Have to make, we have whole, to make do. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I opened the door a minute ago, looked outside, and it's like the whole parking lot is covered in snow. So it's not ideal weather for, yeah, for me. Awful. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just awful. <laughs> yeah, I almost wish that there was... So uh, more sports that are going to be on other than the NFL, but mm, that's yes. about all that it is to watch this weekend. I'm afraid the snow is going to uh, make the Parker McCollum concert tomorrow canceled here in Raleigh. Holding out hope right now. Yeah. I haven't done it yet, but. Well, you know, it's just one of those things about the South. We just cannot deal with the minor inconvenience of snow. Oh, no. I mean, I, I'm amazed at how many people would just, yeah, if you, you'd be amazed at like the, the amount of people that just don't know what the hell to do. Like, just, okay, if you normally go 55, all right, let's slow down to 45 or 35, especially in your Toyota Camry. That's yeah, not a shot really at you as a, as, as a Camry driver, you know, it's just like, yeah. you're not driving a full wheel forward drive suv or truck you know let's, let's slow down a little bit you know no exactly this is the times like now where i, I still wish i had an suv or a truck because yeah. it, it it is especially if you got four-wheel drive it does make it easier but i mean even regardless of whether the snow's there or not if there's ice man that's shit sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's well, tough for yeah. anybody well ice there's there's no there's no coping with it um no. but the main reason i hate snow is the fact that um I don't know if I ever told you a couple of years ago, Bailey drove and it was snowing while she went to work, but it was probably too, too much snow for her. And I don't think she really ever had like defensive, defensive driving classes. You know, if the tail starts to kick <laughs> towards your driver's side, you steer into where the tail of the vehicle yeah. is going. And man, she, when I say she ran off the road, she put it in a ditch. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. So I drove, you know, an hour down the road to go get her out. Luckily, a coworker's husband picked her up, took her to work or whatever. But ever since then, man, she's just been ruined. And so I'll be taking her to work tomorrow night. But yeah. Was this when she was uh, driving her little Honda she used to have? Or is this no, like no. This, this, is, this is the Jeep. Um, and this was one lesson we learned from now on every vehicle going forward. Uh, we're going to default on the sunroof option and uh, go with a four-wheel drive yeah. option. <laughs> and preferably, I'm going to get her a vehicle that has, like, my truck has this feature called uh, 4A, which is right. uh, four-wheel drive automatic. And what it does is if you put it in it and your front wheel starts, your back wheel starts to slip, it will actually automatically engage your four-wheel drive and the front two tires start pulling which is phenomenal because you can leave it in two-wheel drive and not have to worry. But as soon as you start to slip, you know, yeah. the rest of your vehicle, you know, rest of your tires start to uh, engage. So that's a, that's a feature I'm most certainly on the uh, shopping list next time around. So, yeah. And not a shot at Bailey, but I also know sometimes she scared the hell out of me back in high school, riding with her in the mm. regular weather. <laughs> yeah. I, to be, to, to be quite honest with you, she hasn't drove with me in the car in probably going on six years. Oh, geez. <laughs> so, 
So, I mean, anytime we go anywhere, I have to drive. I think the last time she drove was when we went to the beach a couple of years ago. And it was just because we didn't leave until probably 9.30 because that's when she got home from work and took her shower mm-hmm. and you know all the other feminine things they needed to do. And I told her, I, we got like probably 45 minutes from Myrtle Beach. And I was like, look, you got to drive. I'm falling asleep. I, I can't do this last 30 minutes of this drive. I will fall asleep. And you know, I'd I've been up since six o'clock in the morning. You know, yeah. blah blah. blah. Yeah, I was just I, I can't I can't I can't do it. So, but I slept those thirty minutes. So the last time I was fully awake was probably six years ago. Oh yeah, I mean, look, this is the first time that uh, Bailey ever really scared me, and I don't really fault her for this, but so much because she was the first one in in my friend group to turn sixteen, yes. and she was driving because you know she got her license. We we're all like, hell yeah, let's go. So yeah, yeah. everybody like she invited like, three or four of us and we got into the Honda she used to have. And, you know, that turn um, the, it's kind of a busy stoplight on Julian Allsbrook where, right, where Wendy's yep. is off yep. to the right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, knew she could turn right on red, but she waited it, like at the worst possible time. And so she like goes up instead of just turning right on red, like yielding or whatever, like yeah. she probably would now back then being an experience, she sits there and comes to a complete stop. Then decides she kind of hesitates a little bit and decides she's going to make that right turn after it's already turned green and everybody's starting to come through there. And she had mm. to like gun it <laughs> just to, so we wouldn't get uh, blindsided by a bunch of cars on the incoming yep. way. Oh yeah. Scared I know. The living the, hell out of me that day. <laughs> yeah. The first few months we were dating, you know, she's, she's uh, about she's a couple months older than me. Uh, so she actually had her license before me. And, and those few months were an interesting few months. Yeah. I was like, I don't have my license yet, but I think I'm a better driver than you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember so. I looked at her. I was like, damn, Bailey, I'm not trying to die before I even get my driver's license. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I don't I don't know what it is. I, I think, you know, there's always exceptions to the rules, but I just I don't I don't know what it is that. At least in our friend group, the drivers that always scared me were all were all girls. Handful of them, yeah. There were a couple yeah. of them that were good drivers, but there were some of them that is like I we was as Carter would call it, the old shit handle. I had yeah, a um, yeah, I, certainly. I, I would be grabbing that handle here and there, yeah. and I was trying not to say anything because you don't want to sit there and piss them off, and you don't want them to think that you're trying to explain how to drive to them either. But at the yeah, same time, true. I'm sitting there and I'm just like, they either would drive way like wide ass open down the road, or they would drive so slow and hit the brakes all the time. And I would oh, just yeah. like either and both of them were was just like, oh gosh, we're either gonna be running into somebody or somebody's gonna run into us. But yeah, 100%. I, I also think look, to be fair to them, I think some of that was uh we were sixteen years old. <laughs> so yeah, right, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure it's better now. Yeah, yeah, she's certainly a better driver now than she was then. But yeah. um I mean I think most of us probably I are, think so yeah, I think a lot of that is just I think a lot of people trust themselves more than other people. So. Oh yeah, I think I think that's probably it too. I mean, yeah, shit, so. classic Rod Carter. I hate riding with him. <laughs> yeah, I've never ridden with Carter. That at least I can remember. I may have one time, really drunk, but anyway, I can't recall. But dude, I, I'll say this for the listeners. I'll say this to Carter's face. Carter scares the hell out of me when I ride mm-hmm. with him. And so is it's he like, an, I is try he an to aggressive minimize. driver, or is he just a? I think he's a scared driver. 
Oh, that's the worst kind. But not, he's not scared. It's just like he's not. He's he's oh, not. Okay. I drive kind of fast, so I think it's just because yeah, he, as well. he has the opposite approach. He's more careful, I guess, mm. in some ways. So it's not that he himself is scared. It's just to me, as a person that drives over the speed limit and shit like that, it just it comes across that way. I don't think that he he probably is actually taking it safer than I am, for all I know. Yeah, yeah. But you know. It's just it. Uh, everybody's perceptions based on how they drive, right? So yeah, I think that, in my opinion, the worst kind of driver is an ind- is an in- indecisive, indecisive. That's the yeah. way. Yeah. Either you go or you don't. Yeah. Either you merge or you don't. You can't no. just like half-ass it. Oh yeah, go. no doubt. I mean, Carter was- Carter's not a terrible driver. Let me put that on record, but. Yeah. It, he does uh, scare me sometimes, but you know I also got to give him a shout out. He's given us rides many times when I'm pretty sure we were annoying the shit out of him. So <laughs> yeah, shout out to true. Classic Rock Carter for actually be, being willing to drive uh, when I know that we're getting on his nerves. So that's fair. <laughs> kudos to him for yeah. that. Yeah, so 100. Um, I have been uh, diving deeper in the uh, Haley uh, Witters. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's growing on me hardcore. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a big yeah. Haley Winters fan, and I yeah, and uh, we'll have a we'll have a whole segment on her on yep. the next uh, full pod that we have everybody on. But but dude, I'm yeah. I'm right there with you. Like I first I remember growing, I listened to her. It's growing on me a lot. Yeah, because like I, I listened to her first time probably a year ago, and I liked mm-hmm. it, but I didn't like get really into it. Then like yeah. a few months ago, I I went back to uh, the, her most recent record, The Dreamer, mm-hmm. and then it just it clicked with me this time. Yep. And yep. now I've been like, it's been nonstop. I've been listening to her music. Yep. I uh, I went ahead and dove off the deep end about about a week ago when you sent the uh, the album to us. And yeah. Yeah. It's she's a great singer. So yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm, a, I'm becoming a huge fan. So. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I love her songwriting. And yep. then also, even the songs that she didn't write, she's picked really good songs. Like, she has a couple of Brent Cobb cuts mm-hmm. on her uh, yeah. record. So, and I, yeah, I, I'm uh, on the next pod when we have Andy on. I'm really interested because she has a few songs that use that play on words that I think yeah. Andy's a big fan of. So, I'd be interested yeah. to hear from him. So, oh, yeah. Cause I mean, Andy, like, admittedly, isn't as into female artists as we are. But yeah. he, but he, when he likes one, he really, really like like Morgan Wade's a good example. He loves yep. Morgan Wade, um, so I think that uh, if we keep pressuring him enough, he'll he'll listen to it a little more, and I think he'll come around on it. So, oh yeah, hundred percent. But all right, so sports edition, we've got a uh, couple of things on the docket for you guys today. We're going to be talking about you know NFL um, playoff weekend. We're going to be looking at the point spreads. We're going to be giving our picks for those. Um, and then after that, we're going to dive into a little bit of, uh, the, we're about a month out from college baseball. So we're going to dive into the preseason rankings on that. But, uh, Kyle, you just pulled up the, the spreads for the, Mm -hmm. (coughs) excuse me, for the, uh, NFL, uh, playoff games this weekend. And what's the first one we got? Uh, so we got, uh, Bengals Titans. It's a, uh, three and a half point spread. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are favored. Um, with the over under set at 47 and a half. Um, I think if I, here's my thing. Once we get into divisional round playoff games and championship round, I'm very skeptical on betting just because I think you weed out a lot of the nuance. Um, I think teams play very conservative, at least 
Yeah. Until they find an opportunity to strike compared to the regular season. Just because there's a lot more to lose being mm-hmm. risky. Um the the only spread that I'm really confident in um is the 49ers of Packers at five and a half. I would me personally, I'm taking the Packers of that because I think the Packers easily cover five and a half points. I don't think the 49ers have any way to to match the firepower of the Packers. I think unfortunately, not unfortunately, I'm I think I think this is Aaron Rodgers' year to not screw up. Um Tom yeah, Brady. Especially old. well, I mean Brady's still killing it. Well he's, well, he's old, but he does but the, but the team high. isn't playing at the same high level that they were last right. year in the playoffs. And I think that plays into it. And then, you know, we, we talked about the Antonio Brown thing, him walking right. off the field and, and quitting the other week. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and he's lost Godwin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he's out. Receiver. And yeah. they're talking about, they might be getting um, Leonard Fournette back yeah, for the man. playoffs, which would be big for their ground game. Cause they've got like, I, I was seeing the other day, they have, they have like four running backs that have been out for injury. And yeah. um, which which is wild that they're still you know in the position that they're in. But I tend to agree with you on the Packers Niners game. And I think one of the things is for two reasons. Like Aaron Rodgers has definitely had a uh, MVP caliber year. He's not going to get the MVP award because of his COVID stances. That uh, the media is just hates the guy. I mean he yeah. he's, well, he's well, not he playing the a, game with him. So t- it, well, he took a. Here's the thing. It wasn't like he he lied to him. He just duped them, and and they're really mad about it. And yeah, and the traditional he just media, said he was he was he was immunized. He yeah. didn't say he was vaccinated. Yeah, I know. But he just took him for a dupe. And I mean, and the NFL really knew bad. he wasn't. The NFL knew he wasn't vaccinated. The yeah. Packers knew he wasn't vaccinated. He was going through the correct protocols that unvaccinated players had to go through. But the media didn't like it. And you know how no. the traditional blue check journos are. They don't like yeah, well, anybody he, that doesn't kiss the ring. And, right. And, and Aaron Rodgers they got duped. Whether whether or not you agree with everything he said, you know, especially that McAfee interview he did, like whether or not you agree with the, the <laughs> what he was saying, you know, he just basically gave a big fuck you to him, and they don't like that. Yeah, yeah. And because he's he's now you know their public enemy number one as far as the the COVID uh, Corona Bros in the sports media, you know well, he's he, he's yeah. not going to get picked. To be MVP, even if he's had a good enough year to be the MVP. That's int- that's it. But th- that leads me to two questions with you. But one, uh, I'll, I'll get to the second question in a second. But my my main thing is um, the NFC is essentially his to lose. Um, I think if he doesn't at least make a Super Bowl this year, it it's a it's a glowing mark on his Hall of Fame resume, um, just because of the fact that. I don't think the NFC is as wide open as the AFC is. Right. Uh, the AFC, the Titans, I, in the same way, I think they just as easily could make it to the Super Bowl. I think they're one of the weakest one seeds of all time. Right. I just, I don't, I mean, I, there's, this is the, this is one of the, it's parody, which is what the NFL wants. It's just, in a way, you could, I, I'm just, is willing to hear an argument saying the Titans are the weakest one seed in a long time as I could see the Titans making a Super Bowl. Derrick Henry comes back. Yeah, and there, there's They're talk not about pretty. him coming back too. So, like, yeah. I, I think he is going to be back for the playoffs. Yeah, but as far as the NFC goes, I just don't see it. I no, just, I, the I only really, team. I think it's a two team. I, th- I still think it's a two team race in the NFC. I think it's the Packers and the Bucs. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I would. Agree I know with the that. Bucs are a little vulnerable. 
compared to what they were last year, right? I mean, you can see that. But at the same time, until proven otherwise, I'm not ready to to really count Tom Brady out in the postseason. Yeah, I look. I'm a huge. He's Tom the Brady goat, stand. man. He's the goat. I'm a huge Tom Brady stand. It's just, in my opinion, I mean, we can look at the line and and the over under and the money line. I don't think they get past the uh, Rams this weekend. The Rams beat the brakes yeah. off of them earlier in the season. Over under is forty eight. The spread is uh, temp- uh the Rams are favored by two and a half points, which is essentially an even an even line. It's pretty much a pick them, and they're playing in Tampa. Yeah. You know, and yeah. but it's which, like but the Rams yeah. went out and built a roster to play Tom Brady in the Bucks. Like right. that's the yeah. thing that they purposefully they, yeah. uh built their roster in the offseason and during the season for this game. So yeah. like and I think yeah, and I think there's a lot of pressure on Stafford because yeah. his whole career he's been he had he's had the I'm not gonna say the excuse, but like the the benefit of saying, well, he's just on a crap team. Yeah. And the guy still put up ungodly numbers. Oh, for his legacy, yeah, he needs to yeah. win a Super Bowl. He he, do, he doesn't want to end up like Dan Marino and my boy Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, yeah. when yeah, he retired, that's exactly right. Yep. Yeah, Philip, when he retired, is obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's fifth in touchdown passes. I think he just got passed recently on that. But and then he's also was fifth in passing yards. I um, mean, anybody that looks at his career stat line, you can't look at that guy and not say he's a Hall of Famer. But he will never be put in the conversation that when it comes to what he probably should be just because he never even played uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I, how many did, yeah, he won a few playoff games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were the one seed a couple of times yeah. in the uh, mid two thousands, but they yeah. ran into the buzzsaw that was, was new England multiple times right. back then. Right. And, and, and I think just looking at that roster is so loaded. Stafford has to he has to at least get to the championship game. Yeah. Or or it's just a it's just a I'm not gonna call it a death nail because I think he's like thirty four. I mean he still has uh a lot of years left if you compare him to Tom Brady or any <laughs> right. other current quarterbacks in the league. It's just he's got to he's got to progress. Yeah. And they so um now the other one that I think is an interesting game. Only because I, I don't, I'm not a Patrick Mahomes hater. I think Patrick right. Mahomes is actually going to be the 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 next Tom Brady, um, like the face of the league as far as quarterback the face goes. of the league. Yeah, I think he's just phenomenal. Oh yeah, um, I mean, he's the, going. He, I think he's going to win at least three Super Bowls in his I, career. I mean, he's already got one down. So I mean, I think that's a right. very real. I mean, he's 24 years old. I think so. It's like right. it's very realistic. He, and yeah. I'll be honest, like I like Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Well. The reason I like watching him play is because he literally, I've said for years, he plays the quarterback position like he's playing shortstop in baseball, and he's got a baseball background. His well, he plays was, it like his backyard football. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, fun to watch. It's fun to watch. It's it's a new style of quarterbacking that is just fun to watch. And he's a likable guy. I mean, yeah, he is. His brother's sound, not. No, his, his brother's annoying <laughs> as hell, man. I, mean, I, I hate seeing the videos of him doing TikToks on the sideline. Yeah, he especially when to, he did the TikTok on um, Sean Taylor's, Sean Taylor's memorial, number yeah, on, yeah, on, when they were just, uh, just doing go, the memorial go, for him in DC. Yeah, yeah, just go away, bro. I mean, he's riding yeah. his brother's coattails. Well, he ought to. He, I think uh, Pat Mahomes ought to take the Aaron Rodgers approach and just disown his family <laughs> for, for a couple of years. But yeah, but at the same time. I like the Bills, man. I think I do too. I don't. I like Josh Allen. I like the whole 
the whole mochismo of the Bills Mafia throwing yeah. dildos on the field, jumping through tables in the parking lots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just throwing big, <laughs> big ass blue dildos when you're opponent <laughs> scores. Yeah, I mean, I just like it, and I would like. Look, I I think I think the Bills. I don't want to see them be like the '90s Bills because, <laughs> and our we're both you know formerly Skins fans. Now the football team, soon to be named new team, whatever. Every second. They are. Yeah, uh, you know, I, you know, Washington got uh, two, yeah, two on them in the nineties. No, no, in their early nineties, it was us one, Giants one, Dallas two, and it was four okay. straight years. Four That's straight right. years, the Buffalo Bills couldn't win a Super Bowl because of the. That's NFC. right. Yep, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> but I would like to see them win one, just because I think the AFC is just loaded for the next yeah. couple of years. Um, and I think I think this is their year. I wouldn't bet this game at all. Just because, no. I mean, it's a it's a point and a half spread over under fifty four, and it's yeah. in Kansas City. I wouldn't touch this game. No, that, that's that's yeah. When it comes to just like the spread and the the over under on this game, it's like you don't know how it's going to go because no. like both these teams, I've seen them grind out games and I've seen them put up a million points. And just because the yeah. Bills played literally probably the most perfect offensive game of in the history of football last week against New England, doesn't mean they're going to repeat that this week. And right. uh, yeah. so that one's one that I would hundred percent steer clear of. Um, yep. I I, like if it. I'm, I, I'm not putting money on that game, No, but no. It, it is an interesting matchup. It's essentially a toss up, but yeah. you know, and I have a soft spot for the bills too, because I mean, you see my shirt, I'm wearing an Atlanta Braves shirt. I'm a Braves fan. I'm an yep. NC state fan. Like I have a, uh, an affinity for teams that I can't seem Disappoint to win the you? big one. Yeah. That, yeah. They can't seem to win the big one. And so yeah, it's like, I, like I said, I, I, I even went out after the break, uh, the Braves won the world series. I brought me a, uh, God, a God, I can't say the word commemorative. Uh, there it is. A uh, little <laughs> mug that was made out of a bat. Oh yeah. 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 I literally thought you were. I literally thought you were going. <laughs> such a hard to word say. to say. I bought some coolers. I was like, all right, that's a hell of a way to. <laughs> that's a, a flex after winning the World Series. You bought some coolers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bought a commemorative uh, mug. I was like, just because I told Bailey, I said, Bailey, I'll probably never ever see my team win a national t- a, a, a title in any any in any event. <laughs> yeah. For the rest of my life. Oh, I know. So I like, might as well buy something. We were a year old the last time the Braves won a World Series. Right. I mean, yeah. I said, I'll never, ever see that again. So I might as well, you know, the football team or whatever they're going to be named is never going to win anything. No, they're not. Um, yeah, the, my, time is, the time of the – College football is, you know, we're not named Alabama or three other teams. Yeah. Uh, college football, I don't even have those goals. I have goals of yeah. the ACC title and a New Year's Six Bowl. <laughs> National yeah, title is not, not even in the, the picture for the pack. About the same for me. Uh, baseball is the only real thing I have, but we just, can, for some reason, just always shit the bed in yeah. Super Regionals. I was about to so, say, like, you guys have never been to Omaha. But- we actually have the current longest, uh, most, actually, we had the most Super Regional and Regional appearances of any team not to make it in Omaha. Jeez. So. Yes, but we'll get into some of that yeah. uh, in the next segment when we talk about college baseball. But let's go through our picks here on the um, the NFL right, games. We started at the top, yeah. But started at the top betting against the spread with the NFC games. So we've got mm-hmm. Bengals so, at Titans, and the Titans are three and a half point favorite. Who you got on that? So, I, I think here's my thing. I think in the next ten years, it's going to be a Joe Burrow. Patrick Mahomes league. And I think it's going to be the next reincarnation of Brady Manning between those two. 
Now, as far as who takes those two reins, to be seen. Yeah. But I think I think Tennessee pulls it out. Because so are, I, are you betting? Are you saying you're going to pick them to cover the three and a half? I'll take them on the money line. Okay. See, I, I actually, I, do, I actually don't think Tennessee wins by more than three and a half. I think it's yeah. probably a yeah, it's less than three and a half. I'm yeah. gonna say say twenty four. 20 or you know that would cover but 24 21 somewhere around there or 27 you know something like that i i, th- I think i think derrick henry's the edge just because the best defense is a great offense right but i i think i think the Bengals are a year away that's fair now what this game is interesting to me is because derrick henry is coming back off of injury he's been out for weeks they're gonna ride his ass they're gonna i think they're gonna that's the plan but i'm not <laughs> yeah. sold that he's gonna come in and be 100 percent right away i, I really ain't. Yep. and for that reason alone yep. and how well joe burrow has been playing lately i'm actually i think the the bengals cover um mm-hmm. and I, I i see this being a three-point yeah. game um, within three in either direction, but I, I'm picking the Bengals to cover, and I got, and I think also the Bengals went straight up. Um, so it's like the Bengals, obviously, if they win, they cover with it being a three and a half point dog. Okay. But yeah. but yeah, I got them to cover, but also just with the straight up picking. Um, I, I got Cincinnati beating Tennessee actually, and one seed going out. Okay, I mean, like I said, I don't feel confident. I, I feel like this game could go either way. Yeah. Um. 47 and a half, I'd probably take the over. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I'd but probably it's like, take the over. I, I'm always skeptical of ever. Like, I'm not one that loves talking about the over-under, especially in the playoffs. Mm, that's fair. I, I'm yeah. never confident on over-under in the playoffs. See, here's, my, here's, my, here's my thought process on this. Tennessee's going to grind it out. Yeah. And that's the why bing, I, the I struggle saying go score. over. Yeah. The Bengals are going to score. So it's more or less – how long is the Bengals defense out there? And yep. How long I can Tennessee sustain drives? Cause if they can do yeah. what NC state did to Clemson this past year and yeah, NC state yeah. doubled up the amount of plays that Clemson ran, it, yeah. it could be Tennessee's game and they keep yeah. it. And it, then if that was the case, if I was able to see into the future and see that was happening, Oh, I would take the under, but, yeah. but you know, it's like, it just really depends on who controls the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 49ers and Packers. Um, I'm going to just say Green Bay covers this. I think it's probably 30 – I'm going to say it's probably 35-21 is my yeah. score prediction. I think I think it's probably close for three quarters, maybe. Somewhere in the third quarter, I think Green Bay pulls away and it just doesn't become a game anymore. Um, Jimmy G's banged up, and I don't think Jimmy G is anywhere near <laughs> – uh, capable of <laughs> no. car- carrying that team. Um, I mean, the dude had like 217 passing yards last game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I do. Yes. Yeah, so he's, ha- he's too busy hanging out with adult film actresses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's living his best life in the in, in San Francisco. He's always yeah. at, spotted out with uh, a, a different lady every single time. Yeah. Hey, man. Play is going to play. Yeah. But yeah. Aaron Rodgers, he, he carries this and. I, I think Green Bay covers, yeah, quite easily. I, I actually agree with you. Um, it's it, Green Bay is five and a half point favorite, but Aaron Rodgers having an MVP caliber year, and then on top of that, the, the game is at Green Bay. It's gonna be yes. cold as balls out there, man. And if it's if it's 
if it's like 18 degrees in North Carolina, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be cold as hell. It's going to be so Bay. cold in Wisconsin yeah. right now. So yeah. for those, I mean, it's, it's a Lambeau advantage. The Packers are yeah. more used to playing in that than the Niners are. So uh, I got, you know, give me the Packers to cover. Yep, I agree. All right, next game we got, uh, and that's a Rams. big line. That's a big line to be betting on in the playoffs. Yeah, it's, it's the five and a half is it's huge compared yeah. to the rest of these spreads. So mm-hmm. next game we got Rams at Bucks, two and a half over under forty eight. The money line is uh, minus one fifty for Tampa Bay, plus one thirty for Los Angeles. So push your predictions. Um, like I said, the Bucks look vulnerable right now. Um, yep, I would but agree. At the same time, the Rams are it's it's a Jekyll and Hyde situation with them all year, yep. and they've built a roster to take for this game. This is that yes. was their whole point was they they constructed a roster just to play Tampa Bay. But I also <laughs> am a I'm a Tom Brady guy. And yeah, myself as well. I used to go. Games in Tampa. Um, one of my good buddies from Tampa, Johnny. He's he flew back home to to Florida. He's going to be at this game. Got a couple of other uh, friends that are going to this game. So you know what? Um, it's it's a I I got Tampa covering slightly and winning by about three. So um, yeah, Tampa is beat up. Uh, they they have a lot of injuries. I mean, you know the Antonio Brown saga. They're getting Leonard Fournette. Back maybe I don't know if that's confirmed, but they've also lost Chris Godwin. So essentially, yeah. they have um, they've got Evans Mike, Gronk and Cameron Brait, and then they also have uh, uh, the white it, guy, um, Scotty Turner. Sh- is that Scotty his name? Turner. Scotty Isn't Miller. That his name? Scotty, Scotty Miller. Miller. That's right. Yeah, who balled out last year in the NFC yeah. Championship game? But this is one I wouldn't touch with a ten foot pole as far as betting. Yeah. But I think who has the most to lose is Matt Stafford. Oh, definitely. Um, he he's got to win this game. He just absolutely has to. He, as far as his legacy goes, he can't he can't even use the he was on a shit team like when he was in Detroit. <laughs> I mean, this is a star studded roster. Yeah, and I mean, he's he I mean, he's just got to. He didn't play great in the first round. He's just got a ball out. Yeah. And I don't know. How and and look, they, they torched Tampa in the regular season. Right. And Tampa's yeah, they, pass defense has not been good this year. No. So they're and, they're ripe for the picking in this matchup. Yeah. But at the same time, I would never, ever, ever <laughs> bet against that man Tom Brady. Because no. I've never seen someone look make a two minute comeback drill look as easy as Tom Brady did against the <laughs> yeah. Jets. Granted, it was against the Jets, right? But I mean, the fact that he just made it look like it was a walk in the park. Was oh, essentially, yeah, just absurd. But it it's on Matt Stafford if he can't make it happen. Well, that's yeah. on him. So. And and the, one last thing about that game is it it's it's that would be the one game that I would be willing to bet the over on. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Over is forty eight. Yeah, I'm it's interesting. I'm, I'm taking the over on that one just because mm. I, I really do think it's going to be a high scoring game. I think it's going to be one of those situations where neither defense gets a ton of stops. It's going to be whoever has the ball last or um, whoever's offense or whoever's defense can get a, um, a defensive takeaway and maybe even a pick six. You got a score prediction? Mm. I think first one of 35 wins. I was going to say probably 35 31. Same yeah, seems think, about yeah. right to me. 
I would say first one to 35 wins. Yeah. Which would easily break the over, but yeah, easily. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I this is one game I would be willing to take the over on. Hmm. Interesting bet. Let's see. Logan D blood bank guarantee. <laughs> and finally, uh, the AFC the, side I, here. Yeah. I think, uh, which might be the best game of the weekend. Yeah. Is bills at chiefs in Kansas city. Um, over under 1.5, over under 54, the highest of any game. Uh, the spread's, you know, two points. It's essentially a pick them. Yep. It's essentially a pick them. Um, what's your thoughts here, Logan? This one's tough because uh, both teams can score points. We've seen them do it. Um, the Chiefs went out in the offseason and, and did make an effort to improve their offensive line because last year in the Super Bowl, you know, uh, Mahomes was running for his life against that Bucks defense yep. all night. Um, they seem to be improved a bit on the offensive line, but I, I really – I'm starting to get the feeling I think this Bills team is just – it's their year. Mm-hmm. And if I – Gun to my head, I had to pick somebody in this game. You know, with that, with Josh Allen playing at the level that he's playing right now, I would pick the Bills to cover this, but that's not with a lot of confidence. Yeah, I don't think the Bills cover, so I wouldn't bet the spread. Um, <clears throat> I actually would take the under just because I don't think there's going to be that many points because I think the Bills are one of those teams that play to their opponent. Yeah, I think that I think their defense is a defense that can hold the Chiefs. Um, just like I was talking about Matt Stafford, I think Josh Allen's moment is now because I think Joe Burrow and Cincinnati and Patrick Mahomes will dominate the AFC uh, for the next couple of years. It's just yeah. my prediction. Um, I think, I think Josh Allen will, will be in that mix. It's just how often, um, I think the AFC is just loaded yeah. as far as QB talent compared oh, yeah. to the NFC. Um, but I think, I think he, I think he pulls this one out and I think the bills win and they meet Tennessee. Yeah. In the I mean- AFC title game. To your point about the AFC being loaded, because, I mean, you, you have Burrow, Allen, Mahomes all in the same conference. Mm-hmm. And then and luckily, the, and you have Herbert, too, as well. Yeah, and, and Herbert's still... going to be an absolute star. I like yeah. He's one of the uh, young quarterbacks I'm really excited about watching because he's got a cannon, and yep. he can score points in a hurry. And, you know, even though this isn't a popular uh, guy to talk about, you Ryan Tannehill is not terrible. No, he's he's had a full revival of his career. Yeah. Now he's a lot better when Derrick Henry is on the field, but I think most quarterbacks yes, yeah. would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it helps when you have just a a battering ram at running back. Yeah, where if you need four yards, you're guaranteed to get four yards. Yeah, and and I you mean, can't you can't sleep easier. on that Titans team because they were the team that you know myself included, all of us, we you know pretty much declared the Tom Brady era and New England Patriots era over a few years ago when they knocked them out in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. So, I mean, that team can win football games. And not too long. I mean, the Bills and the Titans were both one play away, essentially, from being in the past two Super Bowls over Kansas City. Um, So, I think the AFC is just really tight. Yeah. And I don't see the Chiefs going to what would be, what, a third-series Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, 
so I, I think that I, I, I think I think the Bills, I think the Bills is this year. This is their year. Unfortunately, they're just going to run into the buzzsaw that is Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. Now, whether or not they win that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Wouldn't expect it, but you know, that's, that's, there's a lot of football to be played. But yep, I think I think this is the year, and Rodgers gets that second ring, which puts him in the you know, you know the upper echelon with the Manning, the Brady. Yeah. yeah so I think it puts him with. With Peyton, <laughs> yeah, uh, I wouldn't say Peyton. It, it, it doesn't put him with. Uh, well, with I don't think anyone will ever touch Brady. No one's ever going to replicate what Brady's done. No, I mean the only one I think that may have a chance is is Pat. And but, I, I just don't see. But he, but see, I don't see, see even his style even, of football, like uh, playing like it's backyard football, being as sustainable over the court, like over the course. Yeah, of his he's very similar. Career. Yeah, he's very similar to Josh Allen. Yeah, I don't, I don't see Allen or Mahomes being 42 years old. I know Brady's 44 now, but I don't even see them being 40, 42 years old and, and being as dominant as Brady has yeah. been at it. And, and, and see the other, the other really interesting fact of that is they're all in the AFC together. Yeah. They all have to run up against each other. Yep. Him, Herbert, uh, Burrow and Josh Allen all have to play each other just to get to a Super Bowl. Well, so you I know think what, that you know what that is though. It's just like to the, they're around the mid 2000s when you had uh Peyton, Tom and Philip Rivers all on the same side. Yeah, you know, Philip Rivers never really got as close as the other two. He did, got to though. the AFC Championship game twice. Yeah, twice in 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, and he plays for a shithole of an organization. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look. I'll even look as as a Tom Brady stand. I'll even concede that the first two were defensive based. Yeah, but the last five were Tom were Tom Brady based. And that's why I don't count Brady and the Bucks out this weekend because yeah. I've seen Brady do a hell of a lot more with a lot less talent at the receiving core than he has going into this game right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah. I I, <laughs> I would never bet against that man. I mean, he's just. Yeah. He'll make a fool of you in a minute. Oh yeah, trust me. I used to be a Tom Brady hater. So yeah, yeah. Back yeah. in was, back about fifteen years ago, I couldn't stand the guy. Yeah, I was a day one, day one stand. I was a Peyton guy growing up, man. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. So I I think uh, him leaving uh, him leaving uh, New England has done a lot for his uh, brand, if you will, because people are like, bro, he's just not even he's not even a good guy. I mean, he's having a debate with Jordan all the time. Yeah. It's not even a good guy. How do you know? You don't even know the guy. He doesn't even. I mean, Aaron Rodgers comes across like he's a dick half the time, but you know, I'd have him yeah. play on my football team in a heartbeat. Hell yeah! I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't even know the guy. How can you say he's just not a good guy? Like, what are you even saying? Man? You don't even <laughs> know him. And it, what kind of barometer is that for whoever the best quarterback is? I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's just grasping yeah. at straws when you know your guy is only second best. Oh, my rebuttal to that would be was always, yeah, I don't think Coach Cow is a good guy, but the motherfucker wins. Yeah, <laughs> he <seriously>. wins. It, <laughs> I mean, almost every wins. program he's ever coached at has gone on probation after he leaves. So, yeah, yeah the dude wins. The guy's I mean, sketchy like, as hell. He looks like a used car salesman. But you know what? The motherfucker was, wins games. Yeah. I, look, I mean, and I even said this about, you know, a uh, number of things. When the Astros won the World Series, even after they cheated, I was like, "Yeah, bro." In college or whatever, if my team had to cheat to win a national title, 
I don't care if they say it's an asterisk next to it. <laughs> they ain't taking that banner down. But you know so. what? Unless you're the Louisville Cardinals. But knowing what we know now, Louisville should have never took that banner no, down. No, they should have just told them to go uh, F themselves and just yeah, lawyered just, up. Because, you know, yeah. the irony th- the irony of uh, Jordan having that argument, he's not a good guy. You know, they his program that he's a fan of, the UNC Tar Heels, perpetuated the biggest uh, scam and scandal yeah. on college yeah. basketball for 30 fucking years. And, you <laughs> know, they what? made up a degree they, program. <laughs> they did. And talking about that bullshit, which, thank God, we don't hear anymore, but the Carolina way. Oh, give yeah. me a fucking break. Like, yeah. uh, that gets me heated every time I hear when they used to say oh, that yeah. shit because I was like, they're all full of shit, and we all know oh. that. Like, the oh. whole Dean Smith thing, Dean fucking knew, and so did Roy. <laughs> yeah, they did. Hell yeah, they did. <laughs> Roy, I, look, the only... Go the to only, hell, Carolina. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only out I'll give Roy is he didn't know at first, but that yeah. motherfucker knew yeah. real quick. <laughs> he might have not. He, he might not have known the first like six weeks he was there, but after that, he certainly his ass certainly knew. Yeah, and he got three national titles. Well, I'll give him credit for the last one because they were under the scandal there. But he got two national titles off of it when he returned yeah, yeah. home to Chapel Hill. And that, that, I'm saying that as I can say this now that he's retired. I think Roy is genuinely a good dude, and I I can admit now since he's not on the sideline, I actually like the guy if he had coached if he had stayed at kansas i would have probably been like oh, you know i kind of like that roy williams guy he's like got that whole folksy southern north carolina bullshit that he does but at the same time he was a carolina so he, i mean he can go to hell with the rest of them as far as i cared but that's just an act shit makes shit used to make me so that's mad the Dabo Sweeney thing. you don't talk like that shut up Dabo's like little old, little old Clemson. I'm like, you have two national championships. Can we stop with the little old Clemson crap? Three. I mean, it was it wasn't even like they were just a no name before that. They won a title in what 19, 1980 or eighty one with Danny eighty one yeah. yeah eighty one yeah. They weren't even like a no name. No. So they were literally like just for went into the wilderness as a, as a, like when it comes to um being an elite program for like. 25 30 years but they were still a good program they were still winning eight nine sometimes 10 or 11 games before the uh Dabo elevated the program and if you just type in on google clemson uh, players paid recruiting like there there's images of so many prominent clemson players holding up wads of cash like when they're 18 19 years old so i mean look let's be honest it's a dirty business it happens almost (laughs) everywhere but that's why I'm like when NC State uh, got hit because let, let's call a spade a spade. On the, officially, we don't really know, but you know we probably did pay Dennis Smith Jr. forty grand to come play basketball for us. But mm-hmm. we followed the template that our our uh, our our friends down the road in Chapel Hill did, and we used the same uh, lawyer firm. <laughs> and how got, dare NC State? How dare the NCAA punish? Western Carolina for NC State transgressions. Like seriously, <laughs> I mean, this is the that's why the NCAA has just lost all credibility because well, we got lucky because we drew, drew, uh, we can't talk right now. We dragged it out so long that we had to have the NCAA and us had to have a third party, uh, independent party make the final yeah. decision. This is and why it, the NCAA. This is why the NCAA has no. They're 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 on. They're in hospice care, the NCAA. Oh, yeah. And I think the NIL deal, along with a number of other things, um, mainly the SEC just essentially saying F you, um, 
essentially has has laid the groundwork for mm-hmm. what may be a good thing or what I think probably is a bad thing for college sports. Um, but that, 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 that remains to be seen. So, yeah, we'll see, you know, um, where college football goes. I think college football will be the first one to be independent of the NCAA because the infrastructure is there and the TV contracts are there that they really don't need it. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned to, to paraphrase or really just to direct quote my head coach in Raleigh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the NCAA stands for no clue at all. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the only smart thing Dave Doran's ever said in his life. <laughs> so, uh-huh. all right. Well, speaking of college athletics, we are about one month away from opening day for college baseball. Kyle and I are both uh, fans of college baseball. Our teams are pretty good year in year out, and it looks like it's going to be the same again this year. Um, they released some preseason rankings for college baseball here recently, and the the problem, the difference in baseball versus basketball and uh, football is there's so many different quote-unquote, reputable polls in baseball. Yes. It isn't like there's the coaches poll, the AP poll, which I think are both fucking jokes. But the coaches poll, the AP poll, and then in football, you have the CFP. Uh, in baseball, there's just so many different media outlets that sometimes you can be ranked as high as second in the country, and sometimes you can be dropped down mm-hmm. to 18, and you don't know what to go by because there are different media outlets that rank you things so differently. I personally um, am a fan of D1 baseball. I think mm-hmm. their college baseball coverage is the most uh, fair I think it's the most in-depth if you actually follow some of the guys on Twitter and read the articles they do. And I'm be honest, like I'm that we're not an impartial show. We're not journalists. We're commentators. I, I like them too, because they're fair to NC state when a lot of people aren't. So like, yeah, well, baseball America, I, I will never forget baseball America for a few years ago when East Carolina went to a super regional beat Virginia UVA, yeah. um, in their regional, I think East Carolina was the highest two seed UVA was the, uh, lowest one seed. Uh, this is the year after they won the national title. So that might be 2017 or 2018. Yeah. Um, and in that same poll, the average um, East Carolina ranking was like anywhere between 12 and 16, which is about right for being yeah. the highest two seed. And Baseball America didn't even have us ranked. <laughs> so I'm just like, come on, man. <laughs> like, come on. If you're that far outside the, you know, the Overton window, so to speak, I mean, yeah, it's like, like, I got, I got, I got to call bullshit. Like, yeah, everyone, everyone else can't be wrong. It's just no. you. And like, it took them forever last year to, uh, to stop trying to rank, uh, the North Carolina Tar Hills. Yeah. I mean, well, UNC all, was not that good last year. Like, I no, mean, I mean, they're all, they're all staff, but they're all UNC alumni. Yeah. Cause I mean, they, they crank people out their journalism school. I mean, God knows if they even go to class either. And I don't think anybody in that school goes to class. But no, no one good has come into that school since Larry Stogner. No, because what, what is it they say about UNC? It's it's uh, hard to get in, but easy to say. Yeah, that's true. That. <laughs> East Carolina is actually the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, easy when, to get in, hard to stay. When you when you have the back to back college bar of the year per Barstool Sports, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some partying that goes on in Greenville. Oh, so, yeah, no, you've been there. You've been I've been there a, a time or two back yeah. in my uh, my younger days. Back in my youth. Now they would think I'm a, a undercover cop if I tried to hang out. Yeah, <laughs> Greenville. Yeah, narc. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, except I think um, just looking at the rankings, um, state comes in at ten. East Carolina comes in at 12. Yeah. I think it's fair. Um, yeah, scroll up to the top real quick. 
So we have so like, Texas. If you look at the top, uh, <laughs> STC <here>. is loaded. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like one I mean, through five. Well, uh, Texas isn't in the SEC yet, but oh, okay, fine. Big Twelve, okay. Yeah, but like Texas, you know, it, it's a who's who of the last few years of, and sometimes for some of these programs historically, like Texas has a great baseball program. Historically, As does Arkansas and Vanderbilt yeah. and, and Mississippi Ar- State, who's the reigning champion? Yeah, and props to Mississippi State for the um the way that they handled the, the Omaha screw job, as I have called it, um, yes. because they, you know, their fans, man, I have to give them all a shout out. They were paying for hotels and buying dinners for Wolfpack fans after the NCAA just unilaterally bounced us without us being eliminated last year uh, due to, because of, due to their bullshit COVID protocols. And yeah, so that's, that was like, a little shit, them, like, man. And then there, I just, think it was their catcher. He hit a uh, home run and he went around doing the Wolfpack hand sign. So it's like, you know, I've got yeah. a lot of respect for the folks down in uh, Starkville after that. Well, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Vanderbilt just because no, um, their coach is who, an asshole. That, which I thought we got a, a really raw deal on the seating last year, <laughs> being the, being the, uh, I think we were the fourteen, uh, the thirteen seed who then had to play the two, no, one sixteen. We were the fourteen seed. So then, as soon as we won our regional, we had to play Vanderbilt, who was the two seed, I believe. Yeah. Um, and they I were the, was, they were the second overall seed. Yeah, and I thought it was a raw deal. <laughs> yeah, because I thought we were better than fourteen. But you know, you, know, you got to play who you got to play, and. I mean, trust me, Unfor- I know. We, we, we had to play Arkansas, the number one overall seed in the yeah. Supers. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that was one of those things that, like, it was one of those regionals. It's the same thing when we played Texas Tech a few years ago. It was just like, okay, I'm not going to make excuses. Like, yes, they had two pitchers that were first-round picks um, in the MLB draft, but you got to hit the ball. So yeah. one game, I'm not gonna make you got to have some kind of offense. The second game, we had a little bit of offense and we lost. I think we lost with you no, know, we won the second game like two to one. Yeah. And then we lost the last game like like uh six nothing or whatever. But you gotta have some kind of offense. So are you, I'm are not, you saying I'm, uh against Texas Tech or against Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, yeah. Yeah. So Neither, the first see, game, the first game you absolutely uh, look, I'm not going to say we deserve to win because you got to hit the ball. Yeah. No matter what. I mean, you got, you got to hit the ball. You got to have some kind of offense. Um, well, that was ECU and Vanderbilt's issue last year was lack of offense. Um, yes. like we, we had great pitching and yes, you did. And so did they. Cause I mean that, yeah. that starting rotation, uh, first two in their starting rotation, Kumar rocker and, uh, and uh, Matt Leiter, ja- Jack Leiter, uh, Jack Leiter. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's kid. right. Like those are two bona fide studs, studs that are both going to yeah. be pros, you know, and um, so that that's a tough. I mean, look, trust me, I get it. We had to play them. We played them twice. Should have played them a third time in Omaha, but we had to run against both those guys. And the game yeah. that we beat them in, when we had our full roster available, it was a one nothing game that Jose Torres hit a, a shot over the yeah. right field fence, and that was the difference in the game because yeah, I mean, I, our I, I, ace I, and their ace just had a pitcher's duel. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to make excuses. You know, you got, you got to have some offense. I think the yeah. first game we lost, like, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was like five, six, nothing, but you've, you've got to hit the ball. Um, so, but I thought, 
The only real complaint is I thought we got a raw deal on the seating, but you still got to win the damn hand you're dealt. Yeah. Um, I think um, just looking at the overall rankings, I think they're fairly fair. Yeah. Especially as far <laughs> as preseason rankings can go. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, yeah. it, now I, I did have a question for you because I saw that it was mm-hmm. like 10 ACC teams. Um, or roughly in ACC. Let's say I we think got, it, it, it we says it, it says it up, and if you uh, go up to the yeah, right up, let's go. We got it, might have been a, not quite 10. SEC powers, we have one, da, two, da, da, three, da, da, da. four, five, sorry, six it, ACC teams in there. Yeah, Florida State, um, Notre Dame, yeah, with NC State being the Georgia highest Tech, ranked, Duke, and Miami. Dude, dude, okay. Shout out to the Duke baseball coach who took a program that was perennially dead and over the yeah, last few yeah. years has taken them yeah. to like two different super regionals. So, like, shout out to them because that program he to suck but yeah. they the acc is a really good baseball conference and they uh but like state I, I don't know how much of this is um reputation from last year's squad or not because we don't really return but two position players that started last year and so here's my thing but, i think but our pitching think, is is gonna be yeah. top tier again but we have we reload it because we got a bunch of like really sought after transfers, a couple of uh, one of the highest ranked JUCO players, and then we had a great recruiting class that has um, Cozart, uh, Tommy White, and um, Peyton Green are all three of like three of like the top fifty or top one hundred players of of the class that people are just like really excited to see, and there've been good reports coming out of camp for them. So, so here's the thing: I don't know anything about Georgia Tech, Duke, and Miami. The in my opinion, 20 through 25 changes a lot. Yeah, it does. All depends on how your midweek, um, mm-hmm. hey, excuse me, how your weekend series went. So that's not a knock on the ACC, but, you know, they are, they're, they're ranked. So, you know, ha, ha, you know, good for them. But, you know, that 25 spot can change if you go one and three. Oh, yeah. Weekend series I mean, look, or one and two. Last year, um, we started the season one and eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Florida State's perennially good. Notre Dame, they got their ass spanked in a yeah. regional, so I don't know what they're going to be. I don't um, know what they're returning either, but I, I do know they yeah. they had a couple of guys announced they were coming back, and they were they were yeah. a power hitting club last year. Their head yeah. coach is actually our second baseman's dad. Um, okay, weirdly enough, JT Jarrett's dad is their head coach. But yeah. curiously enough, from the ACC squad, um, the, the two of them that are normally in the top twenty, really three of them that are normally in the top twenty-five that are that are not mentioned in this is Louisville, Clemson, and North Carolina. Um, none of those teams seem to be have as much, um, I yeah, guess, well, hype Fo- coming into the year. Well, Mike Fox is losing his touch. Well, uh, Mike Fox is, isn't there anymore. Oh, he's left Carolina. Yeah, he retired. They've oh, had a new okay. coach for a couple of years, but mm. who? Let's see. Who, now, who received votes? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Scroll up a little bit because you, you just went past it. There it is. Oh no, that's we didn't go past. No. It. I don't know. Do they not do like the AP or the coaches poll? They must not. So I I did have a question about. So when did Dallas Baptist end up in the American? No, they're not. That, uh, so if you re- it says Big West. And the Big West Conference. Oh, and so Missouri Valley. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I was about. I misread that. My reading comprehension yeah. must suck. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's the Big West. Yeah. So there's one American team. Uh, that's probably fair because we usually put the the spanking on the conference. Well, so. who else has been a solid baseball program out of the American? So um, usually, uh, Cincinnati's a decent team. Yeah. They're usually like a three or four seed. 
as well as Central Florida. They're usually a decent team. Uh, Wichita State is terrible. Um, it, that's usually it. Usually they put three, maybe four teams in the mm-hmm. um, regionals, but usually it's us who is the you know top ranked dog. Yeah, at the at the conference. So we're a baseball school, you know. Oh yeah, no. I look. I agree. You got a. Um... And I was I was ecstatic to see um, Cliff Godwin turn down the. Well, I'm not say turned down. He was interviewed for a number of SEC jobs yeah. and either wasn't given it or turned it down. I'm gonna yeah. say turned it down just because I'm a stan. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So I was I, I was I was actually to about that. to say Cliff Godwin's one of the best. Um, yeah, he, non-power he's, he's, five coaches in America and is arguably in my mind one of one in baseball. Yeah, no, but like that. That's how. But that's that's how everybody. It does exist. It doesn't exist. But that's how we look at the conference. <laughs> it does exist. It doesn't exist. I mean, you're you're y'all finally break through to the playoff, and <laughs> and we turned out like everybody not named Clemson. Uh, pretty much, yeah. But yeah, either so, either way, yeah, the um so. like. There's no there's no denying that the ACC slate is. On a side note, I'm so glad Michigan got spanked. I am too. Screw Harbaugh, man. Well, not even that. It's just I don't like because I knew what was gonna. I knew the the talking point that was about to go out, and then Michigan got spanked. (laughs) So I was like, "Thank God." Oh, I know. If if Cincinnati had been the only one that got just ran through, the talking point was going out. It would have been incessant in the traditional media. Yeah, but, so, but yeah, no, but like, there's no, there's no denying that the ACC slate in baseball is tougher than the American. There's, well, no, we denying, play, there's no denying. We that. play, we play you guys. I know we have a we have a weekend series with you. We have a weekend series. Yeah, you have a weekend with series with us. But you, uh, that's that's your eh. out of conference games. Like your conference slate, which makes up the majority of your weekend series, are are still your you know the the, the sisters of the poor from the American. Like the ACC mm, is consistently mm, uh, either mm. the second or third best conference in America in baseball. Mm. All right, I tell you what, bookmark this, and we will take a note of this at the time of the regional announcements. Oh yeah, because look, I, since you and I both have an interest in this, I do want to do some more pods throughout the year on college let's, baseball. Let's, let's something we don't this, really get. It let's bookmark to this. Cover and we're talking the end of May. Yeah, because I would be interested to see how. The ACC stands up. Um, also, <clears throat> we did beat you guys two years ago in a regional. So yeah, you did. Yeah, so. But I mean, if we're talking about the past, how many times you've been to Omaha? Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's we, we've, we've been how many three. Times you, uh, we've been three times. Won a national title, so yeah, about the same. Yeah, yeah but at least we've had a chance to play for one. Yeah, no, no, you didn't. The NCAA took it away from you. <laughs> <laughs> you know damn well, just as well as everybody else did, that we probably would have won the national title with a full roster. Mm, I can't say that. I'd say you probably would have beat Vanderbilt. I don't know if you would have beat Mississippi State. Mississippi State, we were uh, we were the best overall team left in the tournament. We were hit our uh, well, defense. Let's see. So no, no, we no, no. We were playing no, the best no. baseball. You still have to play overall. the game. You still have to you play do, the game. Yes, but if Vanderbilt you look at, still if you had look to play batting averages in State. Omaha. If you look at batting averages in okay. Omaha, NC State was far and away the best offensive club. Okay, and we were we were tied with Mississippi State as and uh, as the best uh, no, defensive stop, club. Stop, stop, Plus stop, the stop, pitching stop. staff. I'm I can I'm sorry. look. I I can I can sympathetically agree with you that you got jobbed one thousand percent. You got robbed 
of even the opportunity. But trying to trying to which elect is, that, which that is we horseshit. wouldn't have had but at, to say at that minimum. You would have won the national championship. Oh, I, is pure conjecture. People's champ, hundred percent. Uh, Mississippi State won, so I think they're the people's champ. <laughs> no, so, they're the champion. We're the yeah, people's yeah. champ. Okay, they're the right, rightful I, champion. I, We're yeah, the people's I, champ. I, okay, like I said, I agree that you got one thousand percent job. You should have had the opportunity to play, but yeah, you still had to play the game. And yeah. we all know how state does in big games; it collapsed. <laughs> uh, that's the thing, though. We, we didn't. We didn't until they took after. But you don't know you didn't play. Year. You didn't play the game. You didn't play the game. We well, the games we did play, we won. But you didn't play the national title game because they COVID. they wouldn't let us. You got COVID. <laughs> they wouldn't let us, and, and you know all of the uh, which is what I'm saying. It's all the unvaccinated kids test, tested negative three times, and they wouldn't let them uh, play. Like, tell me what Look, the justice I, in that is. I'm not denying the fact that you got fucking jobbed, but you still would have had to play Mississippi State. I agree, but it's yeah, not so. like Mississippi State was far and away better than NC State last year. They, they, be, they, they beat Vanderbilt. So, so did we? You beat them one time. Yeah, and the second time we had to play our starting pitcher after the, he played the day before at first base. We had yeah, 13 but, guys. Right. You know, I'm just, roster, I'm just saying. We beat him again. Eh, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> hey, I do, never know. I do want to see. Let, we need to look up, uh, once we get done recording, when the NC State East Carolina series is. Because um, um, I, I think we should. It do, is the. Hold on. I can give it to you right now. We should try to um, go to. So uh, I know the. ECU UNC series get moved to a Green Bull um, series. There it is. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. The Fighting Camels will open their <laughs> series. Yep. Campbell is not a bad team, though. No, they're not. No, actually, they're not. I think they. I think they beat us last year when we were uh, started off. They the beat us on a off. Wednesday. Yeah, they beat us yeah. on Wednesday. Yeah, okay, so that's the, yeah. Okay, so one of these games was supposed to be in Greensboro. It is, oh, uh, Greensboro. Yeah, you're playing in Greenville on the 27th. That's yeah. weird that they're playing um, so the first here's two the in Chapel Hill. Yeah, so the, the middle game here, the yeah. Saturday game, was, was originally supposed to be in Greensboro, and right. something happened, and they changed it. I don't know. Uh, let's see, that's a clear, clear classic, blah, blah, blah. And it did that. Ah, so we uh, play so this. We played a 29 on Tuesday. Yep. So there's also a home game in state somewhere because I know it's a home and home. Yeah. There it is. April 26th. We're probably huh. playing it at Doak then. Yeah. Oh, that's a, Yeah. The 20. Yeah. That's in Raleigh. So, yeah. I wonder which one would be the easiest for us to get to. The April game would be warmer. Yeah, it would be. The March games. Well, they're both on a Tuesday. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the problem with that. You you always throw like a sophomore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not a weekend series. Like, I mean, you know, the Carolina series, the Carolina series is actually a, a weekend, weekend series. series. Cause so, I mean, you actually get your studs. Yeah. As opposed um, to. Yeah. So, I mean, you're right, though. Like, midweek games, you know, they're all right. But they don't really tell you a whole lot about your squad because yeah. the pitching is, like you said, you're throwing young guys just to get them some experience. Dudes that otherwise you probably would bring out of the pen for an yep. inning or two. Um, the weekend series are much more fun. But, yep. you know. So, I mean, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. St. Barry's. Where is St. Is that the uh, West Coast team? I think it is. 
But you know, so we got a UNCW Tuesday game. Yeah, so we play state on the 29th of March and the 26th of April. So another Tuesday game against Duke. So it should be interesting. Let's uh, yeah. We'll have have to follow along college baseball this year. Do some side pods like this because, like we said, I know the other guys don't care about sports as much, and they definitely don't care about college baseball. So a bunch of communists. So, well, for this edition of Country and Cold Can Sports uh, Edition, this is Logan sitting here with Kyle, and Kyle's wrong about you know the ACC is is superior to the American, but you know we'll we'll have that argument mm-hmm. on another pod. <laughs> we'll yeah, see yeah, you next yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs>